Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another Lion's Den with Seth. Happy New Year. Yo, this is the first show of 2022. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Hopefully everything is good with y'all. I'm a little under the weather, but hey, it ain't going to keep me down. You know what I'm talking about? But before we go into everything, of course, we got to get the rest of the Lions in, right? Got my man's Big Herm. What's popping, bro? What's going on, man? Yo, man, what? so what you think about these... Uh, 10 year challenges man some people is <laughs> some of them are uh, a little bit upsetting I, 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 I think people are really seeing the benefits of a really good filter right now, <laughs> you know what i'm saying because hey you know what I'm saying? especially man look how you look younger than you was 10 years ago when i seen you in person bro you know then like you know I, but honestly i think it's a, a fun thing to, for people to do mm-hmm. i mean you see i got in on the action you know what i'm saying i used to have hair and now I don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's just one of those things. I just think it's a fun thing for people to do. But more importantly, man, you, you know I'm out of Facebook jail now, man. I yeah, congratulations. <laughs> man, listen, I'm tired of you being a Facebook convict, bro. What, why don't you understand the rules of the algorithms, right? From now, from now on, man, I'm just using my Facebook for the Lord, though. That's it. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on, bro? Man, coming in this joint to pray for her because he telling a damn lie, boy. <laughs> this dude is a brand new fool, man. How's your New Year's treating you? Hey, man, I'm blessed and highly favored, brother. 2022, big things going on. Back mm-hmm. with my bros for the first show of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to get it in, man. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with this brother, man. He's doing a lot of great things in the community and just looking forward to hearing this perspective. That's what's up. Big Larry, Larry, what's popping, man? Hey, 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 what's up? What's up? What's going on, fellas? Man, not a thing. So tell me what, what, what those uh what those Rams doing. They whooping ass as usual. Excuse my language, but you know no, nah, I'm just joking. We up, man. <laughs> oh, that, Last try. We'll see what happens, man. My fingers crossed. Y'all work with me because if y'all see me react a certain way, it's, it's probably because I'm watching the game on the side. Of the playoffs though, right? They, I mean they are, but we don't the number two seed, baby. We trying to play until the championship game go on the road. Well, we all can't be number one seed. Oh, shut up. Right. right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check it out, y'all. So again, this is the Lions Den. We have a great, great, great show for you today. So give you a, a quick introduction for my man's that don't really need one. But for those of you that have spent any time in the military within the last maybe 20 years, I'm sure you know this individual. All right, Jabri Perry is a in the military right now. His background is personnel. Is however, besides that, he's getting ready to transition out, but with a goal and a vision. So I want you all to take heed of the things that he's saying and how it can apply in your life. No matter where you are, when you're ready to make that transition, there are certain things to do, certain things to consider, but always, always. Follow your dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Jabri. What up, big homie? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Man, slow motion. You the man. You the man. So, man, look, tell America, tell the den a little bit about yourself, man. Man, man. Uh, First of all, I'm just happy to be here, man. I appreciate the platform that you guys have um, 
have started, man, and, and you guys are doing great stuff, man. So first of all, thank you. Um, a little about myself, born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I came into the military a long time ago, back in 1998. So I'm an old dude, man. But um, yeah, spent a good part of my um, a good part of my career as a personnelist. Well, the majority of my career as a personnelist. Um, from there, went to some great assignments. Um, ended up here in San Antonio at Randolph, man. Uh, Twenty three years. I loved. I'm not gonna say I loved every minute of it, but I loved the majority of it. Um, I had a great time, met some great people, but um, but I think um, a lot of the people that I respected and a lot of the mentors that I had, they told me, you'll know when you know. When it's time to go, you will know. And and when I say it hit me like a ton of bricks, man, and it was and it was time. It was yeah. time. Right on. Well look, man, we, we had that conversation very briefly, man. But um yeah, you you know when is that time. So man, congratulations on that. So I'm gonna let uh Big Herm get the first one in. What you got, Herm? What's going on, Perry man? What's happening, man? You again, brother? You hey. So we, I want to go a little bit early with you right quick. Um, so you're, you're transitioning out. You're about to retire out, right? Correct. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody that's on their work, their way out of the military? Not even just the military. Somebody's just about to transition onto another part of their life, whether it's career, school. Uh, yeah. what, is, what are some of the things that you had to keep in your mind to keep you focused on what you need to do? Well, first and foremost, man, um, have a plan. Um, that's, that's, that's the most important part and, and kind of, and stick to your plan. Cause it's not, it's, it's not going to look good at first. You know what I mean? There's, there's going to be some times when you are, when you kind of doubting yourself, when you kind of, um, you kind of wavering on the decision that you made. Cause regardless of how, how much I wanted to get out, um, you, you think about it, um, at times and you're like, Hey, can I, can I really make this happen? And you've been so dependent upon the military. I know, you know, I have all these years that um, that it kind of it kind of puts a little um, a little doubt in your mind sometimes when you when you um, taking that step of faith, man. But other than that, just really just pressing with what you uh, what you planned and, and, and making sure that um, you stick to your guns. Hey, that for me, that's it right there. Man, that's huge, brother. Thank you for being on the show with us, man. I appreciate it, big dog. You know, you're somewhat of a legend <laughs> in the Air Force from the personnel side of the house. But being that I'm going through a transition myself, I get asked this question often, are you afraid? I don't know if you had any fears or doubts while you're in the middle of this transition. If so, can you share with us what some of those may be? Yeah, first, um, the answer is yes. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm afraid. Um, because, you know, I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. I came in the military when I was 19 and, uh, you know, I'm 43 now and, and I've never done this before. I think I worked at McDonald's and the YMCA, you know what I mean? And so anything other than that has been the military. So yes, first of all, I am afraid. However, my conviction in, in, in what I've been doing and, and what I've established in my foundation over these 23 years um, it's going to hold me, it's going to hold me, uh, through whatever I need to get through. But, you know, first and foremost, you just got to be honest with yourself. There's, there ain't no need to be walking around here. Like we, um, like we don't have vulnerabilities, right? I think we all do. So, uh, if you first and foremost, if you are honest with yourself, then that's growth right there. So. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. Big deal, big deal, brother. Appreciate that. I appreciate the question, man. Hey, brother. I know we talked backstage about the pandemic and some of what it what it calls for a lot of a lot of Americans or people in general, not just Americans, but people right. in general, to really think about and have self reflection on their jobs. You know, there's been a lot of people that done. You know what? This thing for me. Let me try this and and, and just really quit their job and start a whole new career. Exactly. And I just wanted to know was that your thought process when you made that decision? That, you know what? I'm gonna hit that button. I'm I'm gonna do this thing here was, was that what was the pandemic a part of the reason that, that, that dealt with that self-reflection or was it something else? Hey, that's a great question, man, because I believe that was the, that, that was the key cog in, in, uh, in the decision that I made. Of course, there are other criteria, other factor that, um, that led me to make the decision. But when you have that time and we had a whole lot of time to sit down and, and, and things have really slowed down and not a lot of movement out there, um, you really have a lot of time to just sit and think about what's next and, and, and just reflect on life. And so, um, so for me, even before, even before this food thing, it was more of a decision for myself and for my, and for the people that I love. So my daughters, man, I had taken away from them for so long that it was only right for me to, to, to really contemplate, um, is this is this what I could still want to continue to do? Excuse me. And don't get me right. I love my airmen. I love different parts of serving. But when it ultimately came down to it, I was taken away from from the people that I love much longer than I needed to. And so that catapulted me into the decision of, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm ready to do this. And then other stuff start coming. And, then, and for me, that was confirmation. So once I thought about it and I was like, hey, this is the time. Once different things start happening along that timeline, and this was all during the pandemic, um, it really made for for a um, never easy, but it made for a um, a good process to to transition. I put it like that. Good, good point. Hey, look, I do want to touch on Miss um, Amanda Fence. What's that, Finster? She says, "How are the skill sets that you've gained in the military transferable to the civilian sector?" We always hear how far behind the military is from corporate, but uh, I guess is uh, yeah. How do you sell yourself to the civilian sector, and did you utilize SkillBridge? And for those of you that don't know what SkillBridge is, that's an opportunity for you to go into a civilian sector as an unpaid intern up to six months prior to you fully transitioning out the military. But go ahead, Perry. What you got? So to answer our question, um, so yeah, I think some of the some of the the different aspects of the civilian sector, we you know we kind of lack with the military because of how we do and 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 what we do or sometimes, but at the same time, what they don't get is a certain type of foundation, foundational um, principles that we've received, and so what we may lack technically sometimes or um, when certain. Um, career fields don't actually quote unquote translate to to some of the things that you want to do in the civilian sector. I think some of our leadership attributes have given us a a leg up on some of our civilian counterparts, and so I, I wouldn't I would never I would never um, doubt 
you know, you know what I mean, what your um, what your skill set is. But just understand that you're not as far behind as you think you are. In some aspects, you're not you're not even at, uh, behind at all. Yeah. And what you have is a is a skill set that somebody needs. So you just got to find where you fit in and then and then go from there. Absolutely. And, you know, what? I, I find that to be true. And uh, Herm, you can touch on this in a minute. But, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all digging what we talking about, make sure you hit the share button. All right. Stop being funny style and stingy. Right. Okay. Spread this word, spread this energy, because you never know who may be in this position right now that need a little bit of encouragement to know that, hey, it's OK. Or, hey, it's OK if you're nervous, because if you've been doing something for over half your life, it's time to, you know, I'm talking about get some help. Talk to individuals that have transitioned. Shout out to uh, Pryor. What's going on, brother? And then, you know, get it moving. You know what I'm saying? Get it moving. But Herm, now what you think about that, man, what he's talking about, man, as far as having those skills and going into different uh, positions on the outside? How how did that transfer to you? So, yeah, it's just like what Perry said, man, that even though we might be behind on some of the technical stuff, they know that the military personnel is going to come in on time. You know what I'm saying? We know the value of being punctual. You know what I'm saying? It's been drilled into us since we was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 don't have a problem taking orders, you know what I'm saying, or just following directions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it is some of the things, some of the and all of our leadership schools and things like that, you know what I'm saying? And we should we have the capability of learning uh what corporate America is doing as well. So but mm-hmm. but the other stuff that's been ingrained in us is kind of hard to teach. A 30, 40 year old person. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think that's a bit different. But, Perry, I got a question for you, man. No doubt. You really didn't even go that route, at least not as of yet. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, you're rolling the dice on yourself right now. Yeah. I'm saying, and going on to your own ventures. So, you know what I'm saying? And it's a whole complete different world than um, what you've been doing for the last 20 years. You know what I'm saying? You went. 10 down to picking up the spatula, man. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's super dope too, man, by the way. I appreciate dope. it, man. Yeah. It's um so just to give a little background on 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 what I am passionate about and what I do. Um so I, I I've I've known how to cook since I was man, 10, 11, 12 years old. You know, I've, I've been cooking whole meals, you know, throughout that time. And so for me, um, growing up through the years and understanding and my family cooks really well. Um, and we've owned restaurants in, in, in well, I'm from Indianapolis. We've owned restaurants in the Indianapolis area. Um, that's just always been something that I've, that I've loved. And first of all, even before that, I just love to eat. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's always sparked my interest when it's, when it's come to cooking. And so for, um, for the last 20 years, um, it's kind of cultivated. And so it's, it's cultivated in the point where I've been to different countries. I've tried different cuisines and um, uh, different ethnicities. And and what I found out is that we're, we're not as we're not as dissimilar as we um, as we like to think. We, we all think we're so different. But I think food is the, the binding thing that actually brings us together. And so for me, when. When it was time to get out, I've never been one of those people to be like, you know what? I know exactly what I want to do since I've been this age. I've, I've never known. Right. I've always had different passions and different beliefs and things like that. And I've always thought, you know, um, it'll come to me because I think, you know, at that point in time. So 
when it when it came to retirement and again the the pandemic was a was a revelation for me um it all came to fruition at that time and so for me taking a chance on myself like for the last 23 years right i've been i, I like to say i've been playing the safe side mm-hmm. you know right. i've been signing that contract every four or six years mm-hmm. and saying hey I know this is a this is a uh, a paycheck, and regardless of serving, it's a paycheck, and we and we and I fed my families with this, and you know what I mean, and, and it's been good. I've lived a really good life, uh, but at the same time, I'm 43 years old now, and I said, hey, I'm not 33, I'm not 23, and if I don't take a chance on myself now at this age, I'll never do that. I'll get caught up in something else again for the next 20 years. And then I'll be 63 years old and I won't have the energy to, to go to be passionate about something that I love. You know what I mean? Or if I am, it, it, it won't be the same. So if it doesn't work, I'll be fine. Right. But at least I, at least I'll, I'll be able to say that I actually tried it and I went out there and I did it for myself. So, that's so that's where I'm standing right now. That's dope, man. You know what? It's so funny, man, because I, I I love that. I love everything you said because it makes sense, right? Being able to uh, bet on yourself. You get what I'm saying? Based off of the passion. But you know what? I do want to, I want to highlight something, okay? So shout out to, first of all, she she make me sick by posting it. She says, and he feeds his friends, okay? <laughs> Brother, I've been knowing you half of your 23 years and you ain't never made me Cheerios. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? So to hell with that. <laughs> look, check it out. Your food look good, but I don't know if it tastes good now. Nah, and I don't care who said it do taste good. Until I guarantee I you it tastes better than it looks, bro. Listen, until I get my own shrimp and grits, I don't believe nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you, bro. That's when you, re- that's when you realize where you really stand with yeah. it. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's how I, I thought we was going, cool, yeah. man. That's how you know you type with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Make you some Cheerios. Everybody else talking about, yeah, for real good. Hey, hey, it's a blessing, man. Hey, but I got y'all, boys, man. I got y'all. I got y'all. Whatever, bro. I can't believe this. I really can't believe it. No, for real. Like I'm, I'm, I'm low key hurt. Anyway, go ahead. Well, what you got, man? Hey, hey brother, you, you touched on something because in, in life you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. You betting on yourself is tremendous about your your character. But what I want to really get into is now that you're taking that risk on yourself, what kind of support system is around you that motivated you to take that chance? Because as we talked about before, it can get scary out there. Yeah. We're, we're saying the military is consistent. It's money. But you don't have a definitive outcome to the path. But what gave you the courage to go and do that? First off, my faith, man. My faith. I'm a strong believer in, uh, in 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 Christ, man. And I know and I look at faith like this. I don't look at faith as taking a step into the unknown because I know where I've been. Right. And so I know God has brought me through some through some difficult times in the past and he ain't never gave up on me, man. So so for me, my faith is the uh, is first and foremost. I'm the most confident person uh, that I know. And so I know what I'm willing and able to do. And so um, I got I have a, a, a tremendous family, uh, my immediate family, uh, you know, from my daughters, uh, you know, to my family back at home. Um, I have a, a, a beautiful family, man. And, and I know if there's anything I ever needed, um, you know, they'll be on the first plane down here uh, and, and, and doing whatever they needed to do to help me out. But. 
with all that being said, I just I'm just confident that I can cook, bro. <laughs> like I really know I can cook. Like, and I don't I don't play with that. You know what I mean? And I I, I I'm I'm punctual. I'm punctual about what I do. And I, I put I put a lot of pride in 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 every dish that I make. And it, it comes out in the food. And I cook with love because I love to cook, bro, for real. Mm. You know what I can test that macaroni and cheese out, right? You say what now? You know we got to test out that macaroni and cheese one day. <laughs> bro, I will, I, hey, whenever you ready, whenever you ready. If I could get it to Illinois and it still be hot, I would do that for you. Bro. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, listen. Hey, hey, it's fire, baby. Hey. Look, hold on now. We got ways of making it happen. Look, look, look. We got ways to make it happen. Say less, you know, man. Look, I'm from Indianapolis, so yeah. Look, I will, I will slide over to, and I go to Indianapolis every so often. I will slide over there just, just so y'all can stop talking about me bad on this podcast. Herb, Herb, you, you hear all, this, right? the, all the stuff to ask for. Y'all ask for some cheese and noodles. Listen, 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 bro. Listen, everybody just ain't gonna wake up and eat some. What you, what you, what you wanted to eat that other day? Yaki mandu. Yaki. <laughs> hey, hey, I love yaki though. I love yaki for yo, real. Yo, yo, you know how to make the yaki mandu. It's a tedious process, man. I don't, and I hate messing with dumplings because my fingers don't really like that process. But hey, every now and again, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll, I'll make it happen, though. Versatile, man. No, you do, you do. You be versatile. I just don't like the tedious process. Hey, you know what? I'd rather go pay those seven dollars at, at the, at the uh, Asian market right up the street, bro. You know what that sound like? He don't know what the hell he's doing with. That. Oh, trust me, I could do it though. I could do it. <laughs> go ahead, Big Larry. What you got, man? Hey, and keeping in the topic of dishes and cuisines, uh, you you ain't talked about what type of dishes you actually produce with your with Good your point. So let's talk about that. What do you? What, what's your go to dish? What what did you present to to your audience? So I like to I like to look at it like this. Um, my foundation is soul food. Okay. So I grew up cooking soul food. Um, I grew up eating soul food, and and it was it was everything at a certain point for me. Right. But once you get older, your palate kind of changes, you know, you have a, uh, you start to really understand yourself and what you like and you experience more in life. And so for me, because I have the basis of soul food, I, I know I can cook whatever. And so I've, I've, I've been to different places and, and, and tried different things. So I cook Thai, I cook Caribbean food. I cook, Whatever you whatever you think of, I can actually make it from seafood to to pastas to I, I even start baking, man. And I'm not a I'm not a patient person uh, when it comes to the baking process mm-hmm. because I like to taste my food as I as I cook. I like to, um, you know, just try different um, seasons and spices and herbs and things like that. But baking, it has actually humbled me a, a bit because. You know, you can't just throw anything in there at any time. And so, yeah, bacon has actually taught me some life lessons about who I am as a patient person and how I need to work on my patients. But soul food is my is my is my is my go to. And it seems like I cook that more than anything. Um, And more specifically, if you want to know a go to, I usually don't say I have a go to. I usually say I can cook whatever you need. But um, when it comes down to it, my fried chicken is 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 a one, brother. A one. Okay. Okay. A one. Oh my God. 
Man, look, I, I really don't think you understand how this is making me feel, bro. I'm sorry about this, man. I, no, I, yeah. no, you're not. No, you're not. You understand? Because when I got here to this spot, this into this location, you was one of the first people I saw. Indeed, indeed. Right? And listen, you knew how to cook then, right? I, I, I really did. Yeah. And see, nowhere in between today, you said, hey, brother, you know what? Do you mind? I know how to make A, B, C, and D. Would you like some? Not one time. We were so busy doing top secret. Now nah, I'm just, I don't know what to say right now. I'm just lying. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good, man. Look, look, one, one thing you got to feel good about it. It's only ladies saying that they had it, though. Man. Mm-hmm. You got to give it that, too. You know what I mean? Ah. You got to be, man. I, I don't want, hey, dog. Hey, yeah. I want bean, shrimp, and grits. You want some, man? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you know what, though? That made some sense. Yeah, you know man. Man? See, yeah. hey, I, I didn't have everything going for me, apparently, right? Look, man, man look. Shrimps and grits. I think yeah. I think ladies move the scale on a, a lot of different things in our society, right? Where, ask for things. Yeah, well, ladies go. That's where <laughs> that's where the society actually moves. So, so you got to make sure the ladies are good to go, man. Yeah, man. I'm tired of it, man. I'm you so tired. To for your ashy ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, real talk. Apparently, that's what I get. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's what I get. Hey, well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, yo, we here on the Lions Den. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please hit the share button. You understand? We got my man's Jabri Perry up in the building. Okay. Yo, check it out. Listen, he's talking about his passion as he's getting ready to transition out the military. And what is she talking about? I think it was Bang Bang Shrimp that they look. Shut up. Look, I'm talking, <laughs> talking about, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Look, you see what I'm saying? Look, she's doing this on purpose. Okay? <laughs> no, okay. no more. No more. That. All right. But look, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure y'all stick around. Share this, share this, share this, y'all. We will be right back. After these messages, this is the Lion's Den, the only place to be right now. We'll be right back. Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building general wealth through homeownership while providing exponential service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get anyone into a home and has sold homes in less than six hours. After servicing the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And if you're in San Antonio or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Give Monique a call at 210-237-7268. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent, southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lion's Den sent you. 
Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. What what you about to say, though? You about to say something silly. Got us off guard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's all good. Hey, so look, so far, what y'all think about the show, man? Good, bro. You know what I mean? It, to see somebody transition and talking about uh taking taking it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I think a lot of people need to hear that. You know what I mean? Because with, with his skill set, retiring where he did, he could have easily went to AFPC right off the bat and got him mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. And he still can if that's what he chooses to later on. But the fact that he's like, you know what, I'm going to do this for me right now, you know what I mean? It should inspire <laughs> other people to, to see what they can do without on their own. That's right. That's right. Well, that's, what you think? that's a big part, brother, to, to see a brother that's out there betting on himself. And not latching on to that federal mentality that you could only survive by the the government say so. So watching him go out and, and bet on him, man, it's just a blessing to see another brother out here doing his thing. Yeah, so, it's easier said. It's easier said than done. You know what I'm talking about? Larry, what you think so far, man? Yeah, he set himself up in a prime location, though, in the state of Texas. Well, you're talking about food and government jobs, and you can mix the two. He, he, he set up really nice. I mean, especially in that San Antonio area. So he can use his veteran status with the food and combine them and, you know, do his do his thing with it. If he if he really do it the right way. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all just tuning in, we got my man's back in the building. Mr. Jabri. All right. All right. Y'all. And listen, if y'all got some questions and y'all want to call in, y'all can do so. We got the number down there, 618-417-7226, so you can chime in live. You dig what I'm saying? So, I'm going to give it back to you, Big Will. What you got, man? Pretty much, my dude. Being down in in Texas, I know they take great care of veterans down there between Florida, Illinois, and Texas, so you're in a premier location. Do you have any plans of expanding your business to to grow it out? Because it's your food popping, like you said it is, it's going to produce a lot more clientele. So you have a plan on how you're going to handle that when that time comes to fruition? Yeah, man. So, um, so as of right now, you know, I'm operating just, you know, out of my home and everything like that. Um, but I, I don't consider myself the, the normal entrepreneur, right? Um, the majority of people doing this have extended all their, um, finances and their options toward, uh, 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 towards something like this. Right. And so for me, knowing the fact that I have a, a bit of a cushion, you know, with a pension, uh, it makes it a little easier for me to make transitions and, tr- and make moves like this. And so, um, so this is not something that I, I'm, I'm actually trying to, to kill myself doing, I'm doing it because I love it. And I don't want to get it to the point where, um, I, I burnt myself out because I've, I've, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing it all by myself, but eventually I want to get it to a point where I'm, uh, I have a food truck and I want that food truck to, to benefit me. Meaning I want to use that truck to take my, um, my business to where people are. But at the same time, I don't want to have to be a slave to that food truck. You get what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so that's, that's, that's where I'm at right now with it. Um, I, I have a, a lot of support in the, in the local area, you know, in, and I think I'm a terrible advertiser. I don't advertise well at all. I'm, I'm just really getting my hands together on the um, on the social media platform, and um, I'm coming out with it. Uh, my daughter just walked down here. I know she's looking at me crazy, but um, 
yeah, I'm getting my hands on social media. Um, I have a pretty decent footprint in uh, on Instagram, but I want to make sure that I'm on all different uh, platforms as well. So I'm uh, I'm working on my Facebook page. I know I, I can tell you. I don't know if you heard of Facebook yet, man, but they have Facebook out there. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. I, this, this I heard the kids use it, right? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> right. You got these TikTok dances about your food, man. Yeah, yeah. So, man. So this year, um, you know, you always have the resolutions at the beginning of the year um, other than, you know, the, the the foundational stuff to to be healthy, take care of my family. You know, what I mean, just prosper, period. I want to make sure that I'm um, I'm pushing myself outside of my limits and outside of my box to to get more active on um, on social media and, and really put myself out there. Right. So that's that's my plan this year. That's what it is. Go ahead, Herb. Hey, so when I, I met you first, I met you back around, I think, 2007, man. We was in yep. Uh I knew you was a food guy then, but just from eating food. And it's interesting to me that you told me that, you know what I'm saying, you like to try things from different areas. And me being half Korean, man, I always – it's not often I find people that are willing to be that adventurous. You know what yep. I'm talking about? Yep. But uh, you was able to tell me about, about, all, about all the food on the island. Was you always like that when it came to food? Was you always willing to try different things and uh and from different cultures or whatnot? Or was that something you developed in the military when you got to travel around different places? And uh oh yeah, I'm gonna get you to sing that butter yaki song before before the show's over. Man. Hey, we, we we'll pray about that. We'll pray about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um to be honest, man, look, I'm from Indiana, and all I knew was was the food that my family cooked. And probably some fast food places before I went into the military in 98. And so for me, um, my first duty station, was I was at Robbins. And so more soul food, more down south uh, food. And then I went to Wright Pat after that. Um, And so when I went to Korea, it was it was at a point in my life where a lot of different things were 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 changing for me. Uh, I was growing up a little bit. And so when, when I got there, it was just like. Well, why not? You know what I mean? You, you've been you're 26 years old and you haven't really done anything. Try it. It's not going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, I think it looked like chicken. It's on a stick. It smelled like chicken, right? Wait a minute. No. <laughs> it's chicken, yeah, let me, yeah, let me, <laughs> let me get two of those, right? I'm, I'm already, I'm already drunk. I might as well try. So right? hey, yeah. hey, that's so, hey, all right, go ahead. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, that's so you have you tasting a whole bunch of other stuff. Bro, when I say, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to be here. I'll put it like that, right? <laughs> Amen. So when I start eating stuff, man, and like the more things I would try. So it, it went from just trying random stuff to, all right, well, let me go to this Korean place, mm-hmm. right? All right, well, what is all this stuff that they putting around? I just want the meat. You know, I want that grilled meat. But what is all this stuff that y'all putting around? Okay, I like that. All right, this look crazy, but I'm going to try it. And so I, 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 I've been able to develop my, my taste just off of the fact that I love I love to try different stuff, man. And so once I got to Korea, it opened me up to a bunch of different things. And then, man, when I got to Japan, it was just, it was on. Like, I would stop it. <laughs> I would stop at gas stations, man. I would eat whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if it smelled good, I was trying it. And then Japan is just one of those countries that's just, that 
the culture is just so dope, man. And so I learned I learned how to eat sushi, what type of sushi I liked. Um, you know what I mean from from Butayaki. You know what I mean? Like at first when I seen it, it and if you don't know, uh, Butayaki is a piece of fish. It's it's, a, it's basically a red snapper, and it is a um, just a, a flaky, d- a delicious piece of meat. And the way they cooked it, and the way it sautéed in the garlic and the butter, it, it was like heaven, right? And so. At first, I'm looking at the fish, and the fish is looking back at me because they had eyes. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could do that." Like, y'all don't have no fillet, butayaki, like you know what I mean. So, but once you get past, because food is a visual thing, and if you if you go on my you, know, you go on my food page and you see all the food that I have, I try to present it in a way that you you eat with your eyes before it even hits your stomach, right? And so it has to be presenting. It has to be presented well. But yeah, that's that's kind of where it came from, man. Just my love for food and my willingness to to just um, reach outside of my uh, my my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and that gas station food was delicious. I don't I don't care what anybody say. Man, let me find out you putting kimchi and macaroni over there, man. <laughs> man, it's ridiculous, man. Man, eat, eat, man, Larry, kimchi fried chicken, dude. Though, man, stop it. Hey, Larry, you ready, bro? Yeah, man. So with with hearing about your tours and the different stops you had along your way for your twenty three year career, it seemed like that helped shape your food your food menus and your cuisines and your different tastes and all that. But what I want to talk about is your twenty three years of service as far as your leadership development skills. Indeed. Now it sounds like you know you're still in the beginning, not beginning stages, but you're still in the uh, the fundamental stages of of starting your business. And you already know your strengths and weaknesses. So as you build your team, how do you think uh, your service will help with that as far as the skills you develop, you know, over those 23 years will help you develop and, and, and build your team for your actual personal business? That's a good question, man. Um, just kind of understanding that, you know, the different places that you've been and the people that you supervised and the people that you that that you've encountered and excuse me, and under the leadership influences that you've been under, you, 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 you've had to be like a sponge, right? If you, if you've been, if, if I've been in the military that long and I don't, I didn't learn anything from those people, whether it be good or bad, cause I'm not going to sit here and say that everybody that I encountered is, has been a, um, has been a blessing to my life. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to think. But to, to be honest, everybody is here to teach you something. Everybody's here for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Right. Right. And so uh, the majority of people that you meet are here for a reason. They're here to teach you something or um, about them, or they're here to teach you something about yourself. And so grasping on to all those little things from all those different people, I know how I, I know how to treat people. Right. I know how people need to be treated. I know how people um, I know how what what people respond to. And I understand different leadership tactics to um, to employ, to 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 ensure people are are actually um, happy in the place that they're in. Right. So I, I've been through different times, man, where. Man, people will run through a brick wall for you. I, they really will. Um but I guarantee you they're not going to do that for you uh, if they feel that you don't even care about them. So regardless of what they're doing or, 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 or anything or the job that they're doing, I want to the, the, the tactics and the leadership style that I want to use is actually um, tr- 
trusting and, and, and ensuring that I care about people first and foremost. So so when it comes to that time and the time will come where I'm able to expand, I'm able to, you know what I mean, get people to to work for me and, and really just work with me. Because I used to say that all the time, like yeah. the 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 more rank I, I actually got, I, I, I used to work for them, man. So my thing was like, what do y'all need? Like, I'm here to, to make sure the technical part of what you guys do is going is going so smooth that that I don't have to work. I don't have to really do anything. So so for me, that's what it's all about. Just leading with um, with compassion, man. Super dope. Super dope, man. Listen, I do want to give you huge kudos, man, to everything that you're doing, everything that you want to do and everything that you have done, man. Um because we do know that we've had many, many talks early mornings in the gym, right? As far right. as, you know, uh, man, what are we going to do? Like, all right, I, we're doing what we're doing, but it's not necessarily us doing it. You get what yeah. I mean? It was hard to to explain and to, and to elaborate, but we could understand each other. So how can you now help individuals to understand that what they do is not necessarily who they are and it's okay to do what they love to do. How would you, how would you convince or, or tell that to an individual that's listening right now? Man, everything that you do is purposeful, man. Every single thing that you do is purposeful. So if you are in a position that you're not so, you know what I mean? Thrilled about and there's, there's a purpose for you to be, be there. And it's, a, and it's something to learn from that because it's actually going to. So whatever you're doing now, you're basically invested into your future. So the different lessons and the different things that I went through is in my career and in, in my time in the military. It wasn't for then. It wasn't for me to actually learn and understand right then because a lot of stuff I didn't get. I didn't. Man, I. I, I for, to me, I should have been a chief at, a long time ago, but it wasn't purposeful at that time because I think some of the things that that weren't given to to me were a blessing to me because I wouldn't have known how to handle it at that time. And and so all right, cool. I didn't make I didn't make senior or chief. But at the same time, I think the the lessons that I learned from some of the things that I didn't receive in the military are gonna are gonna be fruitful for my for my journey outside of the outside of that uniform, right? So so for me, that's that's what I uh, that's what I get off of that. Oh wow, super dope, super dope. Big Will, what you and got? I can man? tell you that your energy is contagious, and the Air Force is losing a great and phenomenal leader in you because without people, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about mission first. Now it's the people that come first before yep. they put the uniform on. It's the people, and walking around with that mentality. And I pray that people bid off of the energy that you provided wherever you have been, because that's going to propel them into being them best selves, especially when they get to the CNCO too, because it ain't, it ain't sweet up here, man. And you can get lost without having that mentality of knowing that people come first. So I, 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 I salute you, brother. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that, man. Right on. Right on. Big Larry, what you got, man? Yeah, so what I got for you is just knowing what you know now with the position that you're in, with your transition, what would you tell those that are following suit, you know, whether it's within the next six months, the next year, next year and a half, two years, whatever, so be it. If Mm -hmm. you can go back and tell them what you know now, all the information you know about this transition, passion, you know, taking your skills, what is your final, you know, pitch 
to those, that airman that, that's like, hey, Sergeant, what would you tell me? I'm trying to get out. I, I don't want to do this no more. I want to do, you know, whatever it is that they do. They passion is. So if if really if if somebody is 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 looking to and they're and they're coming to me to get some information about hey what should I do or what, what should I grab onto for me it's really getting all the information you can get it goes so fast man like it seemed like it seemed like yesterday I just hit that button right. and as much as I as I wanted to um, be ready you know what I mean like bro. Like I can, I can, I can sit back and I'm thinking back being in that uniform. I'm like, all right, well, I got forever. Um, I can just, I can just take my time and just do this. No, no, don't sit on, don't, don't sit on, um, don't, don't sit on any time, man. So start getting the information, uh, start utilizing some of the, um, especially during COVID, man, because a lot of that stuff was just closed. You know what I mean? A lot of it was uh, they weren't seeing anybody in person. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm an old school cat. I'm not not as old as you know what I mean. But when I came in, everything was in person, right? Yep. Yep. Everybody. So I kind of got accustomed to that. And so now that everything is kind of digital, kind of you know what I mean, um, uh, web based, yeah. it, it's a difficult process for people like me. So. Um, I would just tell them to gather all the information that they can um, and then consistently and, and, and frequently continue to keep going through that stuff to make sure that they have a great understanding of what they want to do in the process they want to do to get out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Bro. What you about to say, her Bro, he ain't never lied when he talked about the digital Digital phrase of trying to out process or get retired, whatnot. Bro, I'm a, oh my God. I know I missed a lot of stuff because of COVID and trying to retire at the same time, man. Oh, yeah. He was like, You didn't know that? Like, man, I was just clicking the button, man. I was just hearing something. I was like, What am I doing? Right. I'm just I'm just waiting to see that to see that green check. Hey, but look, hey Jabrito, I do got a question though, man. Yeah, yeah. Along that lines. Now <clears throat> Seeing has seeing as though networking has changed, right? The mm-hmm. face to face, and now with social media, you dig. How would you say? Well, how would you connect with the authenticity of individuals via social media or electronic versus face to face? Right, because what I mean by that is you're going to need to garner some type of support even after you get out, right? Now, now that you're in, it's still kind of, still in, it's still kind of easy. You did right, 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 right. Easy. But how imperative is it for you to have real authentic connections when you get out? It's, it's important now. It's always been important, right? And so you have to understand that, that, yeah, social media. So, you know, what I mean, um, web interaction is, is, is a good pl- platform to actually have. But if you don't re- if you don't really have connections, you, you really have to you really have to think about it. Um, like a, a lot of the stuff for me, I, I just like Herman was saying, I really never had to uh, utilize my skill set for a lot of that stuff because of the way I came up in the military. For me, it's always been. Hey, I talk to people. I'm, I'm, I'm open and I'm upfront with who I am and my intentions. And so a lot of that stuff is foreign to me, but there's a, there's a platform for both. So I think 
having a strong social media influence or a presence or uh, understanding that surface is, is good to go. But really, when it comes down to it, you have to understand how to talk to people and how to deal with people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but go ahead, Herb. Hey, so you come right back to me. Yeah. So, so you um, so you got your business going, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and everything is going good with that. Um, where do you see yourself in the future with it? Like, you know, what I'm saying five years down the line. I know you talked about not wanting to burn yourself out with it. Right. Like getting a food truck. Do you see yourself moving over to a brick and mortar? Uh, eventually you see you going that far with it or just keeping that as a like a side hustle, side passion so you can keep the love for it. That's that's a good question, man. That's a good question, because um, I've been very reluctant to say, hey, I want to open a restaurant. Right. I think you're I think there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons to it, because, you know, some of the pros um, just to have an establishment, you know, to say that it's your own. And and I think that's a good thing. But the flexibility for me, fle- flexibility is key. Right. I'm not want to give, you, you know, Air Force answers, but flexibility is key. And so for me, I, I want to ensure that. I continue to love what I do and to to be flexible with that. So five years from now, I want to still be loving what I do, and but I want to be a lot more established. I want to be, um, I want to narrow my skill set down to maybe one or two different things that I do. I don't because right now I just do a bunch of different things, just trying to catch on, just trying to catch on to something. So, so at that time, I want to be able to say, hey. This is what I do and this is what I don't do. So for me, that's that I think that's exactly what I want to do right there. Wow, super dope. All right. So look, man, I'm about to just point out something. Hold on. I'm about to point out a little bit of obvious. You know, the only individuals that's been talking about your food to her has <laughs> been these females. What in the hell? Bro? Is that what it is? I, I can't. I wear glasses. I can't see that. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you see that shit, huh? You don't see it? You need me to blow it up? Blue now. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, hey, because look, hey, I can go back in time. Look here. Bye. Look, to be honest. Hey, hey, what's up? Hmm? Hey, to be honest, uh, I've only worked with all females my entire career, bro. Reporters, <laughs> bro. Hey, look, no, personalities, all females. Yeah. They they have been a blessing. What yeah. uh, was that Jay Z album? A gift and a curse, yeah. <laughs> and a curse to my life. I love everybody that that I work for and has worked for me. And yes. Princess, I am still making those green beans. Yes, I am. See there? You see that? It's the prop. <laughs> Go ahead, Big Larry. What you got? Uh, I don't have any more questions for you, man. I think you kind of touched on just about everything we wanted to know and and, and 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 hear from you. You know, I just wish you the best on your future endeavors. Uh, I hope it's a smooth transition. I know you're in you're in the um, in that program now with the six months thing. I can't think of the name of it right now. Skill but, you bridge. Know, yeah, skill bridge. But uh, I just want to say, if you wanted to end this on, on a final note, like what would you tell just with 23 years of service? That is nothing to sneeze at. So what do you what's your final words on your departing on your way out? You know, what do you want to say as far as what you've learned, what you've accomplished and what you look forward to going going into this new career? Man, just. I am a I am a grateful person, man. Like I I I, I like to think that I've maybe influence a person or two here and there. Um, but I, I think 
the people that have I've come across, they've touched me way more than I've done anything for them, man. And so, uh, so for me, it's it's just a a gesture of gratitude, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I love my service. You know, I didn't always like different parts of it, um, but that's just like just that's just like anything in life, any ups and downs. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, just being grateful for uh, the people that I've come across, the opportunities I've had. Um, and then my failures, man, I've, I've, you know, there were some, a couple of different things in my, in my career that I wish I um, had done a little different, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative for the lessons learned throughout those failures. And so, Man, I, I I thank any and everybody who's on here that, that that know me has come across me, and I appreciate you guys for showing love, whether it's <laughs> whether it's through the food or it's uh, just in life, man. So I I just want to say thank you. Absolutely, no doubt. Go ahead, Herm. What you got? Final word, bro. Hey, so first and foremost, I want to thank you for coming on our show, and I also want to thank you know what I'm saying everybody that's mm-hmm. listening right now, watching, taking their time out to watch. But back to back to you, Perry, man. I appreciate you know the way you kept it real with everybody, talked about your fears and whatnot. And I'm I'm wishing you much success on your journey with your your food business. I've been watching on Instagram one. I was like, I knew this dude know, knew how to eat. I didn't know how he knew how to cook. You know what I'm saying? Because I joke around, man. But when we was in Japan, I started to put you on the in processing checklist, so the airman knew who to talk to, to about all the food on the island. You know man. You broke it down, man. And again, now we about to end it up. Do you still remember the Butter Yaki song, man? Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, 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 we got to hear the Butter Yaki song one time, man. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't gargled it. <laughs> <laughs> My voice ain't what it used to be, man. Last name that song, I had to go get that fish after that, man. I like God, so, about now, man. so, all right. So, look, bro, look, since since you, since you I ain't never, hit, you know, taste some of this, the least you can do is play this Yaki. What's the, what's the song? What a Yaki, man. I, on, I man. never forget it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. Just a second. Hey, this is exclusive right here, man. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I, come I, on. I, yeah, I, I was ready. I, 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 got I got nervous, man. I got nervous. Ain't nobody but family on here. Virtual. Close your eyes yeah. and let it out. <laughs> close your eyes and let it out. Butter Yaki. Hey, it it give me church vibes, man. Like, (laughs) hey, (laughs) y'all was bored over there. Hey, so when I when I ate it for the first time, right? I got that fish after that song, bro. When I ate it for the first time, I took a bite and I just sat there. I just. I think I, I think I had the Holy Ghost, man. I was just like, oh, glory. That's like that patty, that patty with the old pie, huh? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I did not need that. I did not need that. Bro, I told, look, I'm trying to get over something. Anybody in Japan understand what I'm, anybody that's ever been Kenina, they know what I'm talking about. Hey, that buddy Aki. Hey, it had me blowing. Hey, stop it. Look, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Oh, my God. All right. 
Big Will, what you got, man? Your last word. I, I see you back in. What you got for him, man? Hey, man, just want to say thanks for coming on, man. Best wishes to you on your endeavors, brother, and whatever that we can do as an organization or me personally to get your business out there, brother. Just had a word. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. We're rooting for you, man. Shouts out to you. Hey, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, bro. All right, brother. So that's what I got last for you, man. So how can people support you? Man, just really just go out and follow my page. Um, so right now, my own, the only platform that I'm operating off of is – uh, out of Instagram, I'm off of Instagram. Um, is Jabri Perry J I B R I P E R R Y Foodie F O O D I E. My page is open. Go check me out, uh, please. That's first and foremost. That's 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 how I would like uh, people to just um, go out there and just and just see what I do. Because I think um, for a lot of people, like Herm was saying, I've known people for a long time. And I don't think people knew that about me. And so when they, when I start posting stuff, they, it was I got more questions about where are you getting this from? Like who? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you like you really didn't make this. Like I really am. And so I think that misnomer, um, that right there was my initial hurdle to get over. But once people saw I was serious about it, I just wasn't out here just, you know what I mean, just doing whatever. Um, I think um, it's really been catching hold after that. So, super dope, man. So, look, don't don't log off because we got something for you just to wrap with you. But, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all could dig this, if y'all could dig this show, this is the Lions Den. This is what we do, right? We connect with individuals that's going above and beyond, but also being authentic with themselves, right? Within growth, development, and that equals action. So shout out to Jabri. Everything that you're doing, man, we want to support you. And the Lions Den, the, the the pride, we will also support you, man. And um, I think that you've you've given some positivity and also a good sense of comfort that it's okay to bet on yourself. You see what I'm saying? So I appreciate that and appreciate you for that. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been another Lion's Den. We will see y'all soon on the flip-flop. Y'all stay safe. Right on. Later. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.